Hey, this is Focast, and I'm Andrea Williams with Nate Martin and Brennan Pointer. We all work and play in Spokane, Washington, and just want to share our experiences from this great city. From our favorite hangouts, hikes, and happy hours, we're here to talk about all the Lilac City has to offer. But that's not all we're going to be talking about on Spokast. Each episode will feature a guest host to chat about how they're changing the landscape of our city. This, this is Spokast. Welcome back to uh, Spocast, the podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh! We haven't done. We didn't even do this last time. We didn't even go around and intro each other. But I'm Brennan, and I'm here with my hosts, Andrea. I'm sorry, I had a gummy bear in my mouth. Oh, a worm! It was a gummy worm. worm. Sure, gummy worm. <laughs> and I'm also here with my other amazing co-host, Nathan or Nate, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> and we're back for our our second. second Episode in the relaunch and season two, season two, season whatever, season two, season 2022. And we're here with an amazing guest. The first person that ever hired me to make podcasts, uh, Hillary Hargrove with the Spokane Conservation District. And I, I know you have like, you have like three last names. I do. <laughs> I totally do. It's okay. You know, we'll, we'll go with Hillary Hargrove as the alias today. Because <laughs> I'm feeling in a, in a certain type of way. I love that. I, it's, I mean, it's Sepulveda. Sepulveda? I you know what? Say you word. say it just about as good as Sepulveda. 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 You know, it's a street it's a long line. story. It's a street in LA. I Maiden found name out. is Hargrove. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a girl from West Valley. Born and raised Spokane, love Woo-hoo. Spokane. Woo-hoo. Super, super excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me, guys. It's, it's been a long time coming. When <laughs> we were doing time. when we were doing the show in like 2020, we I wanted to have you on to talk about starting the podcast and have and have talk about the conservation district and all the things that you do. But before we get into all of that and all of yeah. what you are as a person in Spokane, what you are, and you are. Oh my gosh, tell us about your child. You <laughs> I do want to talk about your your dad's mom's bar. Like, yes, there's a, yeah, and yeah. we got to talk about that but, heritage uh-huh. yeah. in Spokane for sure. But let's get into the hot list. We go around and we just talk about our favorite pieces of Spokane and what we love doing in here. Oh, in this good. Great I'm city. so excited. I was hoping um, you'd ask this. This week, we're going to have Andrea start. Okay, this is a good one. Where Because it's springtime mm-hmm. and outdoors, and obviously, you know a lot about the outdoors with Spokane Regional Conservation District. Yes. Where's your favorite place to picnic? Oh, gosh. Ooh. Okay, well, also shout out to my fiance Tony right now because we should definitely go on a picnic sometime. <laughs> you know, that's a great date idea. <laughs> Get it together. Um, no. Sorry, babe. We'll do this more. Um, so I, you know, we live up on the South Hill. We live um, about 24th and Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And we are so blessed to be up in the Manitou district. It's freaking gorgeous right now. So gorgeous. It's right at the time where you can literally go up there and take a photo. And then a couple of weeks later, you'll take a completely different photo over the gardens and everything like that. So, um, 
like the roses are going to be blooming here in just like about a mm. month and the flowers going to be out there and everybody is out and walking about. The weather has been gorgeous the last couple of weeks. So I definitely say Manitou Park. Uh, it's a it's a I mean, Duncan Gardens year oh. round because they have those little um this little like hill you know, that the stairs go down and it's kind of like a natural, perfect place to sit. That's normally where I picnic actually. Oh, it's Mm. beautiful. And it's still cool. Like any time of the year. I mean, obviously I don't picnic in the winter, but have a place like that. Just like, you know, within very limited commute distance away. It's beautiful. You can take your family there. There's things for kids and yeah, yeah, definitely. Shout out to Manitou Park and all of those master gardeners making sure that place is beautiful. For real, though. I actually get worried taking the weans there because I'm like, don't pee on that. Like that flower was probably loved for (laughs) harder than anything you've ever experienced. Like, you know what I mean? They take their plants seriously. Oh, I'm definitely that gal. Like, George, get over. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, which I guess I should preface. My dog's names are George and Kevin. <laughs> yeah, Kevin. George and so Kevin. people always think I'm yelling at young children, but it's just my dog's George. Kevin. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. My dog's name's Stuart. So you know, I have a friend that has a dog named Brandon, uh, a corgi named Brandon. I gotta <laughs> give a shout out to human names for dogs because yeah. I think it's the coolest thing. So I really want to stick with the outdoor theme. And uh, so <laughs> one of the questions we ask is like hidden gem, like place, like mm. do you have an outdoor place that mm. like is kind of like secret, special mm. or secret that maybe a lot of people don't know about, whether it's a hike or just like a place you like to go because it's very beautiful or. Oh, that's such a great question. And so I grew up um, up in Northwood. So off of Argonne, Bigelow Gulch. Oh. And it was really cool when I first moved into our home because we were actually like one of the very kind of like last homes that went up before all of the developments and everything. Mm. Like as you get closer Mm -hmm. to Bigelow Gulch and hopefully there's people out there that know what I'm talking about. But there was um, a place called The Spot. And it was literally just this undeveloped um, cul-de-sac up on the top of Northwood Hill. And we would all go to it and we we called it the spot. And it was just probably a little bit above like the height of where Arborcrest is because you could see Arborcrest and you could see the whole views and everything. That sounds amazing. And it was just super cool. Like we, you know, as kids, 12, 13 year olds would like ride our bikes and we're like, oh my gosh, we're running away from our parents. Like we're going like a whole like quarter of a mile away and we're taking peanut butter jelly sandwiches and like never going to come back. And then, you know, an hour and a half later, we're like, okay, we're hungry. We need to go back home. Um, But yeah, it was called The Spot and it was a cul-de-sac up in Northwood and it just and it looks over everything and I think there's probably a house there and all of our friends when we were little were like we're gonna buy this property and we're gonna <laughs> develop on it and we're just gonna have a cool like but obviously it's probably worth like millions of dollars <laughs> sure, <laughs> can't yeah. do that now I didn't uh-huh. know that's cool uh, yeah I didn't know there was a place in uh, Northwood that makes sense though out I mean Bigelow Gulch that area I just call it Bigelow Gulch area it's so, so pretty. awesome mm-hmm. it's so beautiful yeah. I love yeah. taking that road mm-hmm. it's rare that I have to go from Francis uh, you know to the valley these days but when I do it's such mm-hmm. a fun it's a fun way to go mm-hmm. so pretty oh yeah Bigelow is Amazing. I mean, I grew up going up to Mount Spokane because we were just so close there. Yeah. And 
exploring all of those back trails and Camp Sakani, which Brennan and I know you're familiar with. Beacon Hill. Shout out to Beacon Hill because I'm going to get married there next year. Oh, oh, so, yeah. oh, it's so pretty. Yeah. Keeping it all close. Nice. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to ask you a similar question. We never talk about much about, I don't call Millwood the Valley. Do you call Millwood the Valley? Millwood. Spokane Valley. Millwood is the oh, valley. Oh, it's called Mill Hood. Okay, thank you. First oh. of all, with an H. <laughs> I like that. Mill Hood. <laughs> That's amazing. Shout out to all my West Valley peeps. Uh, yeah. No, Millwood is, um, my mom lives in Millwood right now. She lives probably three blocks up from the park. It is a beautiful location they've done just such a great job i know there's joe's house there which is a bar they have mm-hmm. millwood brewery now out yeah. there they have the rockwells bottles i mean it really is turning into a perry street district it is in yeah. millwood i love millwood and it's, it's the valley gorgeous. i mean if you can get over the tra- the trent and the argon traffic and mm. the trains yeah mm. the train all oh, the train going <laughs> the through trains. argon or yeah, yeah is that is tough when you get stopped by it oh i know that train all too well <laughs> it's like it came at 7 52 on the dot every day when i had to drive to high school and class started at eight <laughs> train <laughs> no how, how many times do you hit the train a lot and it, and, it is, and it goes slow through there sometimes. And so you're waiting there for a bit. And sometimes it stops. It doesn't usually stop on Argon, but it can if it needs to go into into Millwood, the paper plant. If and you're going up Argon, the train like cuts across Argon. There's yeah. not an overpass. Not No, um, not there. Um, yeah. not on that main road on that main on road the main road that is yeah. poor design oh well, I, I, that road is very busy i remember back in the definitely and you probably remember back in the 90s as well there it used to be the train that goes across argon by trent used to go across and there wasn't an underpass mm. and so yeah. you'd have to wait there too so you could get like stuck between trains and like that train on there's two train tracks there's an overpass for one and not the other yeah, yeah. i don't know yeah. i don't know the valley I yeah don't the time, uh, so. i mean the valley like <laughs> oh, sorry like yeah there's a i mean spokane we used to be surrounded by trains yeah. like right now we're in what used to be like train yards well not here but like but yeah it's, i think millwood's just like a magical place and and i think stockwells is what they what they've just done there has just been so What's cool stockwells stockwells is um uh, oh we got to give a shout out to jade cardwell 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 jade yeah. cardwell um he was part i don't know what he did at um barachos but he i don't know if he was a he GM, was managing, managing barachos for a little bit and yeah. then i know that jade jade actually um lived four houses up for me in northwood and Mm. i never realized this until we got to get to know each other you know through downtown and things like that but um no he just decided to go out on a whim and create a family business and it's really nice because stockwells is all ages they Mm -hmm. have a great like little downstairs area for kids to do like vending machines i want to call it video games like like, yeah there's like were you ping, pinball? Pinball? Ball. Pinball. pinball. Oh, thank you. I was yeah. calling it ping pong. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't Close turn it off. over. Yes. Oh, man. Stockwell's is like Adulting this. Yeah. No, I was like, <laughs> what are we trying to talk about? Wait, where is it though? It's it's like, I mean, right, obviously it's, right it's in Millwood. Right ne- it's right next to Rocket Bakery. Oh, it's right next to Rocket Bakery. What was it before? Um, It was like a. Uh, it's been a few a, things. It, it was, was like, like a, a 
furniture store. There's also was bottles kind of before a, that, right? But bottles yes, is still bottles there, isn't it? Yeah, bottles moved up the street. Right. And so it was yeah. in that space that um, Ashley Graham's dad did the tables oh, and bottles. That's right, he did. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yes. I like bottles. But yeah, I mean, it's just a family restaurant and it has an amazing patio, um, live music mm-hmm. in the summer, just nice. a in really good, like, um, I don't, it's kind of Americana food, like with an island feel to it as well. Like there's a, like some, it's really an interesting menu. It's really, really good though. We sh- we definitely we need, need to, go to go. We need to we go need there. To go. It's a really good place to, to have some drinks. Ready for party. It really yeah. reminds yeah. me of Perry District, you know? Yeah. And I mm-hmm. feel like Millwood was really waiting for that all to come in um, for a long time. At least I was. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> the closest thing was a corner club. <laughs> and I was still... <laughs> <laughs> five minute drive <laughs> so that was scary on trend yeah. <laughs> yeah you need yeah like so you something about, close so you like can the browns edition has the to. elk and yeah and, 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 yeah straight lantern you know what i mean like yeah. those like little staple neighborhood restaurants r.i.p mm-hmm. casper fry Oh, uh, I know. oh my gosh, I just I heard that news yesterday. Yeah. Uh, next week, uh, the 19th is like the last weekend. Um, April 19th is the last weekend that Casper Fry will be open. But they're still going to have Durkin's, thank yeah. God, because yeah. I love Durkin's. I mean, I love Casper Fry, but Durkin's is like a staple. Oh, and I didn't know it was going to affect like the two. I thought it was just Casper. Oh, those, yeah, they're still going to have Durkin's. Okay. They'll still have Durkin's and they'll still have Madeline's. Yeah, okay, Matt, yeah. yeah. So uh, just Casper Fry. I have closing. not been to Casper Fry since like right after they opened. <laughs> yeah, it's been. So, I think it's just because we're not. It's, we're it's not, not South Hill. Yeah. yeah, I just took my dad there for his 80th birthday. He Aww. like loves Casper Fry, mm. so we were watching the Duke North Carolina game last night, and I, I was like, "Dad, did you see Casper Fry?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> so yeah, big shout out to Casper Fry. We'll meet. You. We'll miss you. Yeah. 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 Do, do you have? Do you want to go around again? You get another question. Let's talk about. Let's keep the food covered. Oh yeah, I love, Ooh, talking, I about love food. talking about food. Yeah, <laughs> food's Me great. Too. Um, do you have like a favorite go-to taco spot? Okay. Well, I have been really blessed with having. Well, so my fiance is Mexican, and they're from the Tri Cities, and so oh, the yeah. best, best tacos I ever have are with his family. And well. they will come up and they will make the tortillas. They will, we will do the carne asada. But I have to say, they go to uh, La Michoacana, pick up the meat, take it home. Where's that? Put it on the barbecue. Is that um, in Tri Cities or here? No, there is a La Michoacana out in the valley. I need to spray. I need to go. This is this is what we it's need in our life. It's not too okay. far out. It's pretty close. It, it's, it's right, it's west of Pines. But, um, yeah, look it up. And they have a whole deli. And you can go and get carne asada already marinated. Shut the front door. Um, Another great place is also, um, oh, gosh, now I'm going to forget the name. They have one on the South Hill and one on the North Side. The De Leon's? Yes, De Leon's Mm -hmm. do the same thing. Mm -hmm. I know the North Side. The one on the South Hill is more of, like, restaurant style, 29th. Mm Um, but yeah, man, I'm telling you guys, go get that carne asada and just mm. put it on your barbecue in the back. And Can you get like the family recipe for the tortillas? No. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. I will that, definitely like, share that. That is a very important factor. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of a snob now when it comes to like 
street tacos and stuff because right, I've been sure. so spoiled so. for the last five years with mm-hmm. my but that's a great family. that's a great tip though to go get the meat I didn't know that yeah. they did the meat merit. I didn't either. that makes it so easy so easy they pound it out it's already like ready to, I'm telling you the pounding out, <laughs> they, is pound like, it out. <laughs> they pound it out it's good to go you throw it on the barbecue for like 12 minutes get the yeah Oh, and then the you got to make your own guac and you got to make your own pico. Yes, always fresh pico forever. Yeah. Do you like cilantro? Oh, I am such a cilantro freak. Same. Like, I love it. I'm a slut for cilantro. Me too. I love cilantro. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> slut for cilantro. <laughs> it's so polarizing, oh, too. Man. That's a sticker. <laughs> it is. <laughs> like, some people, like, don't like it. it. Yeah, and they can't they have the whole soap thing. And so, like, for me, like, cilantro, there's a gene. It'll That's taste genetic. Like, yeah, it'll taste like soap for some it's people. It's very polarizing. You either love it or you either, like, like it or you can't eat it I will put it on really? anything. Gosh, mm-hmm. I love it. Same. Yeah. But, like, so... And white onion. Oh, yeah. There's nothing like having some raw white onion oh, in your taco. And I'm probably totally <laughs> not appealing to majority of I love onion. I love I, red I onion. Want, so. I like. Oh, so I want. I want tacos have, now. Oh, oh, tacos <laughs> sound good. Right? You want to like, pop over to LK after Yeah, we're going to get some tacos after this. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, city, city kids. Yeah. I, but if no. I were to say not doing it at home, shout out to definitely LK. Yes. Uh, Cochinito, mm. so mm-hmm. good, amazing. Um, for like different oh my gosh. tacos, you know, Chef Chad yeah. White and oh, Zona Blanca. Zona, Zona Blanca. Blanca just got nominated for James Beard. They did. Yeah. I heard that. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah, I still haven't been there. I need to go. Not to. What? I've not been to the I new know. location. Yeah, I haven't been to the new one. Oh. I've been to the OG, but I haven't been to the new one. Yeah, I heard you got to really do cool. the Doritos. No, no, no. Oh, it's so bad. It's so, gross. it's so good. It's so good. No. Did they the, you know, did they change the recipe since the oh, OG oh. location? Because like, yeah, it was not good. No. Okay. Well, I'm the, kind of like a mixer. Bomb, like I'm, so. I'm that person that like doesn't like things not touching. I like everything touching. Oh, see, I don't. See, I, like, don't I have either. to mix. Like I don't either. That's very interesting. Yeah, I, I like. I like you it all like separated. It touching. Yeah, I love it touching. I've never like, heard I have that to, before. I, I was just talking about this last night. Up. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very textural though. Like I, I can eat the flavor of anything, but it's like the texture of it was what it's gonna make me like. <laughs> you know, my brother is the same way, and I feel like I'm very blessed in like the texture. <laughs> just like I will eat anything like but he mashed potatoes applesauce like weird textures to him he could never but oh yeah me, no, I'm I like mix it all up like mm. mix it all up. about it I love it. I, I love I forgot what it's called on the menu um but it, I got it to go a couple of months ago and when you get it to go they don't mix the the Doritos in there so it's just like the it's the mix of like it's it's like gummy worms and like fish and chips chip and, and like it's all this stuff but if you don't have the chips in it and cilantro you can dip it <laughs> and it tastes you can it's more of a dip but oh it's so good i love it um I, maybe maybe i need to give it a shot again i just uh, remember okay. trying it it's, I a, was like, it's a good like drunk hung, hangover food um, present okay well, i was gonna say maybe good thing about me trying it so what what part of town do you live in South so Hill. South Hill. Yep. I'm just up on the South Hill. I never used to live up on the South Hill. I was always a Valley girl. Millwood, so how's that North. transition been? Um, you know, it's been 
Kind of nice. I guess, I so I just turned, well, be 32 in June. And so I kind of went through my party phase. So it was nice to be on the South Hill when I was like still, you know, could walk to the bars and like yeah. come back up. And now I'm, you know, engaged and have two dogs and kind of like, oh, we know our spots. Yeah. So here and there. That's so my question. I think I'm going to move back to the valley. Okay. No. I know. And I you never are? said I would do this. I never said I would do it. <laughs> I, we're looking at houses back in the valley. Yeah. I love that, though. Going back to your Going roots. back to the roots, you know. Like deep um, valley or like mid valley? Okay. This is the other part. <laughs> I never wanted to go. I was like, oh, oh no. You could not pay me to live like east of pines ever <laughs> and now i'm like hmm, okay like liberty lakes kind of sounding pretty what? good like, <laughs> what? wow i have no I, I don't Idaho. know maybe i'm just getting older yeah, and i'm you're looking older. at things differently yeah. and yeah i don't know my uncle just got a house uh on the south barker mm. out yes. there which it's like mm-hmm. not quite liberty lake so you don't have to pay the liberty lake taxes right. which are a thing um but you're you're still it's it's a 30 minute it's a 30 minute haul i go out every week and every day i'm like i just lost an hour and 15 mm-hmm. minutes driving out here i really love you yeah. like but it's beautiful out there they have a view and like the, they see the mountains from their house like it's i mean it's all new development Mm-hmm. But um, it's really nice. Yeah. Well, and I have a cousin that I'm really close to, and they live right off of Barker. So it's like right where you're talking about kind of that boundary line. And they have three kids and two twin girls who are 11. Jillian Jocelyn, shout out to you. So and also shout out to Shane, my nephew, too, who's nine. And, you know, you get because you're around those kids and you're just like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to miss a minute with you, you know? Mm. And so to be closer to them and yeah. not have to do the commute and have to stay over because we drank too much. Yeah. <laughs> <All the time. laughs> yes. And yeah. don't want to do the full commute back up to, you know, 24th on South Hill and Lincoln. Yeah, no, so, so uh, one fun fact, my uncle's um, ex, they live off the Palouse, um, and so you would take 57th onto the Palouse Highway. So before my cousin could get his driver's license, we did that drive. I would mm. take him home mm. from Barker oh my up gosh. the South Hill, fucking <gasps> back downtown. Mm-mm. I was like, that seriously, no, I, I did it like twice, and I was like, never again. Like, F that drive. Uh, That's yeah. a big, that is a long drive. Well, and we're thinking about gas prices a lot more now. <laughs> You're just going to settle down in the valley. Yeah. It's good. You're just going to. I know. That's good. Well, Liberty Lake is, I mean, they're they're getting the new Greenstone property and they're going to, there's going to, there's so much already out there. Like there's good at, golfing. There's. I was at Trailbreaker the, last night yeah, yeah. for the first time. Oh, really? It's a huge freaking, i like, I'm not a cider drinker. Mm. I actually hate cider, um, but they have some beer on tap there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like a beautiful space. Mm. Uh, it was my uncle's retirement. And so there was like probably 200 people there and it's huge. But Liberty Lake is very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also wouldn't have to deal with the hills and That's the true. winter time very, and snow and very people f- who still live on the South Hill and have Audis and VW bugs and things like that. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Yeah, I'll go <laughs> Live drive. on the South Hill. We know what happens every winter in Spokane. Come on. Right. Like, I know. Come on. 
Well, but, so anyway, my question was. Oh, sorry, I thought your question was about Sorry, sorry, sorry. Is I live downtown. I'm a downtown girl. I don't really go anywhere else. Love it. Local spot, like to your neighborhood. Like, where do you like to go? Where's your South Hill? Whether jam? it's the Valley or the South Hill, I don't really care, but I don't go those places. So, <laughs> like, where do I, where do I, I frequent the most? In your yeah. neighborhood the, or South your future Hill. neighborhood. Well, I kind of just consider it my neighborhood, but the Backyard Public House is, like, my, like, you can probably find oh, okay. me there. I love the backyard. <laughs> More than not. Um, That's closer to our neighborhood, isn't it? That's downtown-ish. Yeah, ish. I mean, it's just right over the bridge. <laughs> Yeah, get on maple, you know. Yeah, ash. that's true. That's true. I um, love the backyard. It's a great spot. Great. I love the backyards. I love their pretzels. I think I have mm. a serious addiction to their pretzels because they're, they're homemade and they're... the cheese sauce is so good. Um, my best friend also manages that place, so I love that. Hi, Kel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? We just the other night we were sitting there i'm like gosh we need like a sweet treat like i need something and we are two blocks away from the scoop oh hands down so good have you had their bagels yet yeah have you been i haven't been to the bagel place yet and i heard they're so good and i literally walked into um the scoop and i was like oh my gosh this is where hidden bagel is like Mm -hmm. i didn't know we were this close and so i have to go over and get my bagel sandwiches now my clients Uh. rave about it they're like it's so good and it used to be like you had to order ahead of time but now i think they actually sell some like they have them ready to go oh i'm ready to do my bagel haul let us know what you think (laughs) yeah i i I need to get up there and try it love bagels because i love i'm kind of particular about bagels but i do i do love some so i heard that they actually like went to new york and like trained with these people Mm -hmm. that really knew bagels so Mm. it's like good good bagels not that you know it's good bagel well (laughs) i think i saw that they have like Spreads on spreads on spreads. And it's all that's about also that schmear. 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 I'm just schmear. not a cream cheese Thick. girl. Like I'm like a pesto cream mm. cheese oh, or like no. a strawberry. Oh, like yes. depending on, you know, yeah. my mood. Yeah. I'm a Gemini, so I go all over the place. I'm sweet <laughs> and salty and psycho at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I want one side pesto, the other side strawberry. No, I will be like, I need cheese on one side and strawberries, sprinkles on the other side. Yes. <laughs> yes. I actually do. I like to get different cream cheeses on my bagels if I have the opportunity. Heck yeah. At like a bagel shop. Just like a nice There's so many teaster. flavors. Such a rebel. Well, you know, you just can't choose one. <laughs> All right, Brennan. I just had the pesto cream cheese bagel thing today at uh, Racket. Walked there with my kids. So and I Fine. love having their pes- pesto cream cheese. It, it's very simple, but it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, last question in this hot list. What is your favorite Spokane event? Besides a tree cell. I was going to say, <laughs> I feel like you're asking me to sell my no. work right now. Um, well, obviously, the Spokane Conservation District tree sale is a huge thing. Um, well, I'm doing Bloomsday. Go Bloomsday. Super, super excited it's back. You know, it's just... I don't know. It's such a great community event. I love being out there with the people and to see the young kids out there running. And um, also the wheelchair portion of it is just like fantastic. That is something that's incredible Mm. Incredible. to watch. Like it's so get out there early and go watch those guys do that because that is just like superhero status. I love Bloomsday. I also love Hoop Fest. Hoop Fest has a special heart or place in my heart. 
And you're training for Bloom's Day. I am. You've you've been you've been asking me you've been asking me for some tips, and I'm <laughs> and how's that going? How's the how's the training for running? I mean, you you were a runner in high school. I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, no, you I was weren't. Not. Oh, Absolutely I don't know. Absolutely not. I, no, I feel like you might have been a runner. I don't hated know. Hated running. Actually, my brother was more of the runner. He did cross country and could run for like 14 miles, 15 miles. Oh, didn't get a cramp. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Okay. I did tennis and volleyball because it was the shortest amount of distance that you had to run from one place to the other. (laughs) To be completely real. I was like, oh, this is like just doing lines. Perfect. But no, I actually didn't gain a real love for running until I got older. And it just seems like. A great way to just, you know, you do running all on your own. Mm-hmm. It's it's your, you make the trail, you make the path, you do that. So I, I've kind of been getting into it. I'm also just trying to get into wedding shape, <laughs> trying to start sooner than later. Mm. Yeah. So I just did my four miles today. Woo-woo. Super excited. I wanted to get four miles today because it's my second week running. And um Yeah, I mean, taking your advice and getting on these trails downtown has been crazy because I've kind of been stuck in that my Manitou loop. Yeah, a little bit, and I really want to explore, and I've been (laughs) nervous. You know, I don't look like a runner. I don't want to get out there and see the Gonzaga students on their campus (laughs) running (laughs) like superheroes and stuff. But you guys ran into each other too, pun intended, right? On a run, I think it was. I, I I think I tried to make it happen just because I I gave her the route and I was like and I was and I was going on a run and I was like you know what I I'll go on this run too because I just made it. What the, app do you guys use? I use Map My Run to map runs, and then mm-hmm. I use Strava to track okay. my runs. But yeah, I was just like I'll run it. I'll probably see her on the run. And uh, it's we're, a great. We're, look. we're we're so lucky to have downtown Spokane with yeah. all these just, with all these trails. It's a great place to run during the day. If you're even if you're alone by yourself as a as a woman, like it's it's pretty. I would say it's pretty safe and during the day Absolutely. to come down and yeah. like there's good three mile loops. Like I gave her a I had it had the route start here right at the at my studio and then it just went just around by GU and it's th- three miles. Yeah, yeah. Th- no, I loop. was just I said I'm I'm feeling up for a four mile run today. And mm. so I went on to Spokane Be Running Facebook Brennan. group page. And I said, I'm looking for a four mile loop. And I'm like, hmm, let's see if anybody throws a loop out there for me because, yeah. you know, I'm willing to try anything. I'm pretty new. And sure enough, you put that one up there and I was able to knock it out. So anybody who's I... looking for some encouragement and some routes, because I feel like that's the hardest part is like, well, where am I going to run? Is it going to be uphill? Yeah. Is it going to be downhill? Is it going to be, you know, a hilly the whole time? Like that is such, I did not know that you had that. It's a Facebook, a fa- a Facebook oh, I just, group. <laughs> yeah, I just started a Facebook group. Uh, it's called Spokane Running. I... There's not a Spokane because there's not a Spokane Facebook group for running for runners, which is crazy like, because we have such a like a huge, huge running, running community. community. Yeah, like there's a bunch of smaller little groups that, yeah. but there's not this one like one catch all like there's Spokane Food Finder that that exists. Right. Like there's no Spokane running group, and so I was oh. like. The opposite of the food. Exactly. <laughs> and and I, I was like, run to food. food yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I just started it because I was like. 
and I haven't done a good job maintaining it. I just started like two weeks ago. But I mean, that's great that because yeah. that's such a true that like per case in point, you're like, I need a route for yeah. this many miles. Does someone have one? And yeah. then everyone uses the different, you know, apps. So what a cool way mm-hmm. to be like, oh, here's what I'm, yeah. here's where I'm doing, or here's this 5K or whatnot. If anyone ever wants to post on there and ask for a route, like I can anywhere in Spokane, I'll give you a route. I'll, I've ran, I've ran all over Spokane. I can give anybody. Three miles to 10 miles. I love going on the Strava account, though, because Brendan added me as a friend, and he's like, afternoon run, 6.2 miles, like 8.2 miles. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not starting. Like, but it's a great motivator. It is to be like, okay, maybe I'll get up to that route one day, you know, and try out some of the other ones. And so you can follow your friends and see what they did. And I love that, you know, instead of being a in your face kind of motivator, it's more of like, oh, well, what did so and so do? Yeah, it's more of like it's like a social media of like, like for runners or for even people who just get outside and do stuff. Hell yeah. um, To track what you're doing. Well, let's 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 switch do we need anybody any refills? Anybody need a break or anything like that? Are I'm we gonna good? stand up for one second. Okay, we can take a break. Let's, yeah, take, let's a take a quick break. little break. And we're back. Yeah, no. we we haven't done, we used to do that all the time. I love we used it. to do that. Were we supposed to harmonize? Oh, we used to harmonize and, it. And, and we're, we're back. back. We're no. back. <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> such a we are the nerdiest of nerds. Nerds are hot. So hot. Yeah. Obviously, have you seen us? Like, goddamn. I just read. <laughs> I just saw a really terrible headline saying that like Sierra is only with Russell Wilson for his money, and that why would Sierra leave? future for Russell because Russell's such a nerd. And I'm like, are you kidding future me? Future cheated Jesus. on Sierra. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, athlete, like, also Russell uh, Wilson is hot, hot as fuck. Hot. Hail. Oh my He's God. Fine. His demeanor, his yeah. attitude towards everything. Like he, that's what makes him. He has sexy. a very attractive personality. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Don't tell Abby. I said, that. Abby thinks Russell's very unattractive. <gasps> really? Yeah. Well, to each their own. Well, you know, can we all have good taste? (laughs) More for us. Well, we are back with Hillary from the Spokane Conservation District. You are the... What is your exact title at the concert? <laughs> I know I know the title, kind of. Can you just tell me your title? Yeah, definitely. So, um, it... It is a mouthful. I'm the Outreach and Communications Coordinator for the Spokane Conservation District. Yeah, so basically what I get to do is I I love to say I get to do all of the super fun things. I take care of all the social media. I manage our website. I do anything and everything when it comes to events that we put on. The great thing about working for the Spokane Conservation District is that we have several different departments. So we have a forestry department. We have a production ag department. We have a water resources department. We also have an educational department. So we really cover the whole gamut when it comes to natural resources for Landowners from your backyard to the back 40. Mm-hmm. Love no that. pun intended. Love that. Yeah. Rocks to roots. But so the Spokane Conservation District really works voluntarily, voluntarily for any landowners within Spokane County that have any natural resource um, concerns. Mm-hmm. So whether that be, 
you know, riparian issues, if you live on a stream bank or if you live on a lake or a water body and you see that there's erosion problems happening or you own a commodity farm and you want to make sure that you're doing conservation practices such as no-till and making sure that you're Mm. seeding and things like that. So that's kind of the short um, definition of it, but it's been a really, really great um, job that I've been blessed with. I've been there. It will be my fourth year here in September and just really excited to join the conservation district. And to be honest, I had no idea kind of what the whole scope was of what they offered when I got the job. Mm. Um, My degree was in new media communications and writing. And so I just thrive on promoting great organizations and great people and great programs that can benefit community members and that's exactly what I yeah. do so just um that you know, is it yeah that's exactly and you guys just you just moved we did holy we just smokes. moved to the most beautiful campus we are actually in the old rock quarry off of 8th and Havana um it used to be owned by Central Premix back in the day um which is crazy so our campus is literally at bedrock yeah, you're- where we wouldn't be able to grow anything. You know, there's been a lot of damage that has happened to that area as far as like mining and things like that. And we are really just focusing on rebuilding that entire campus to make lots of opportunities for kids to come and have demonstration areas on planting trees and on learning about soil health, you know, bird habitat and Animal there's, habitat. I mean, there's there's a number number of opportunities that we have at this campus that we're just really excited to grow on. Well, what's like so pun intended? What's so crazy is that, um, sorry, I had to that <laughs> that I just was at your your guys's new space and you're you go you take the Freya exit. And you kind of like go over by that, like wake up call in the Fred Meyer in which you're like in residential. And all of a sudden you turn right onto your campus. And literally I was like, where the F am I? I feel like (laughs) I am like in a state park. Yes. It's insane. Yeah. And you're like in the middle of this residential area. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's kind of, I don't know, it's crazy. It's a big, beautiful building. But I we talk, I talk about this because the public can come see you guys, right? Yes. So we just reopened. And now that COVID has been lifted, we're excited to have more events happening at our location. Um, our biggest thing happening, of course, is our annual tree sale which we're really excited to not only just be hosting because we did do it during COVID, but we weren't able to have our surplus sale of our tree sale. Um, And just to give a little background, our tree sale we have been doing for well over 40 plus years, and we sell over 90,000 seedlings to Spokane County residents and residents outside of Spokane County as well. I mean, we have people coming all the way from Idaho, from Montana, from Oregon, um, just because we just want native plants, reforestation plants, um, all to be available at a really reasonable price. And we have the capability to do that. So we sell seedlings in 42 different varieties um, as five seedlings for $12. So just a little example is like 
I got five common purple lilac plants last year to put in my yard for $12. That's that insane. will eventually, you know, and become a privacy screen in my yes. yard. Well, they'll, you know, take a little bit to grow, but and they smell beautiful. Smell they, beautiful. They're like native. The, they're so- good for Spokane. And so we just want to be that resource so that, you know, landowners have the capability to buy native? seedlings at seedlings, native. Some of them may not be native. We do also um, have a variety of ornamental like species. But just have those available so people can get outside, get planting, and make sure that our community cam- canopy is taken care of. Community canopy, I love that. But oh. <laughs> and also, too, you think about um, the city, like, slogan, near nature, and you're perfect. Well, it like, used to be or whatever. Yeah. But, like, we all talk about how blessed we are with the outdoors um, mm-hmm. in the area. But also, like, this is such a cool way to, you know, keep your keep your little neighborhood looking, yeah. looking cute. Well, and that's the also the great thing about the Spokane Conservation District is we have such a diverse landscape we within do. Spokane County. Mm-hmm. I mean, we get all four seasons. We have mountains. We have streams. We have lakes. We have rivers. We have all of this. And so um, to make sure that we're taking care of all these natural resources that make sure that our water is clean, that our soil is good, that our soil is healthy, that we can, you know, we also have the plus right here in our backyard that you know, those farmers take care of tons of commodities. I mean, wheat, canola is a yeah. huge commodity, yeah. you know, out here in the Pacific Northwest. So mm. just making sure that we are a resource for all of those landowners, no matter how big or small you may be, um, just to make sure that we are preserving the earth, doing those regenerative soil practices mm. um, to make sure that, you know, years to come, you know, our kids can enjoy these types mm-hmm. of opportunities as well. Let's talk about soil. We had a okay. conversation recently and my mind <laughs> is kind of blown because when you think about it, everything that we eat, whether you're vegetarian or not, or you eat meat, it all comes from the soil and like how important the soil is. Like mm-hmm. soil is actually, it's you guys like it's you, magical. It's magical. It's totally no, but magical. like it's so important. And you think about um, we're talking about you know obviously uh, different chemicals and like wanting things to come quicker right. and faster. But even if like you're growing vegetables or our cows are eating the grass that was grown in the soil, mm-hmm. like people should need to learn about this stuff. So on the podcast on the Rockstar podcast, we had a guy named Ray Archuleta on. But he did a documentary on Netflix called Kiss the Ground, which is yes. like all about what we're talking about. If and you this- have not seen that documentary called Kiss the Ground on Netflix, it is definitely worth, I think it's like an hour and 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Please go and watch the documentary. It's just, it's so insightful because I th- feel like we live in such a consumer lifestyle. At mm-hmm. least I definitely am definitely oh, yeah. a consumer mm-hmm. when Absolutely. it comes to everything, natural resources and with conservation. And that was one of the reasons why this job was so appealing was because I know like one of the first days I started, I was just like, I don't really know what you guys do, like, um, (laughs) you know, but I have this background and I think I can, you know, help promote, you know, what you guys do Mm. as a Spokane native. It's just, it's crazy to know that there this resource wasn't being pushed out as much as it was totally for landowners. Because like I say, from, you know, we cover everything from the backyard to the back 40. And one of the great things about rocks to roots is that we have really been able to develop a lot more on kind of that 
backyard conservation, those types of topics. And so like just recently we had Spokane Scape on, we talk about composting. We have Mm. so many great partners with the Spokane Conservation District, like the Master Gardeners Foundation. Um, WSU Extension is amazing. Spokane River Keepers, the Land Council. I mean, we all are working together to promote natural resources and preserving those. And um, so that's like the funnest part of my job is just getting to know all of these other different entities within Spokane County that really work to make this such a beautiful place. I mean, like our parks would not be as beautiful as they are without the master gardeners. Exactly. (laughs) And the people that work for Spokane Parks. No, it's so true. And Spokane River Keepers, you know, making sure that they're picking up those trash and whenever you want to put a kayak in or go float the river, like all of those things are there because of these um, groups that are helping sustain it. So it's It's been really, really fun to just, you know, dive in a little bit more to my roots here in Spokane and be a good steward to the land of you know, the place I love and that I call home and also just, you know, looking forward to having a family in the future and raising them here and just knowing that there's all this great stuff going on to make sure that we have these great lands that we can enjoy all the time. So. For generations. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. So you talk about this documentary. What's it called? It's Kiss called the Kiss, the Kiss the Ground. Kiss the Ground. Spokane Conservation District. Is there any other resources people can look up like documentaries or websites or social media podcast. Well, they need to listen to the Rocks to Roots well, obviously, podcast, in, in right? Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I I guess I would just encourage people. There are so many different documentaries. I just watched a documentary and I can't remember what it was called, but just about mushrooms and mycelium and mm-hmm. like fungi and like um, also trees and like Forestry is amazing. They talk to each other. They talk to each other. Through their roots. I mean, we just, Mm, I I don't think that I really understood until I started the conservation district how much life is actually happening below our feet Mm -hmm. and Mm. um, how much power that has to get back into nature, to get your hands dirty. I mean, it's just, it's it's just all good stuff. Just to get back into nature and realize how much life is actually happening around you well, besides and, all of the loud stuff that well, you should yeah. probably block out sometimes and just go outside seriously <laughs> get outside that's like everyone i feel like not not maybe not everyone but most of us like going to like Mount Spokane and the woods and things like that, right? We just, we are surrounded by so much um, natural areas to go play mm-hmm. and explore, but also that it actually serves a really important purpose well, really <laughs> and like does. understanding the other side of it um, and learning and talking. I mean, too, I learned through you guys a lot about aren't like the native um, rocks and the thing, like, I didn't know what any of that was before. Yeah, Spokane has a really crazy history. And I mean, you just look at the Spokane River and like Hangman Creek and, you know, all of all of that, that supplies us with this bounty of great, you know, outdoor living and being able to go on these trails and even like Mount Spokane and there's 68 lakes that surround us here in Spokane County. I mean, we're wow. pretty lucky when it comes to mm. those kinds of things mm-hmm. where, you know, you could be in all different places of the United States and just be in dry land and Gross. stuff. And so <clears throat> it's good to get outside and also just to, 
I would encourage people to take to pay attention to those signs that say, you know, conservation area, please don't walk on this land. Mm. Like oh, there's erosion problems, mm. you know. That's such a know, good call out. Because <laughs> yeah. I see those all the time. And, and you don't a, listen to those signs, do you? I listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to them. There might have been a time or two where I had to go down a certain area because uh, I was lost. Um, <laughs> and I was like, well, shit. <laughs> um, but I do, I do see those often outside side and that is that's actually a really good call out that there is work you know I'm like why is this closed or why can't we go here oh you guys are working on does it does the conservation district do anything with like bees and stuff like that so we so like I said we work on a voluntary basis with yeah. landowners so the best thing is if you have a question about your land or about how to preserve natural resources, reach out to us. And if we don't have the answer, we will connect you with okay. the people that do. That's cool. So a lot of the times we'll get questions like per se about like beehives and stuff. And we can refer you to master gardeners or we can refer mm. you to like the Spokane Beehive Association or something like that. Like we we work with all of those groups so closely that we that's also the great thing is like we're able to promote all these different groups like if it doesn't fit with us Mm -hmm. then we can you know push you in the right direction like for example my stepdad the other day he reached out to me and he said hillary i have nothing to do with this plot of land in the back of our yard and i really want to turn into an into a a community garden Mm. and i said well perfect i said reach out to spokane neighbors Mm -hmm. And they will come, they will look at your property, they will see if it works for your community. And as long as you're going to supply vegetables and fruit and fresh fruit and like that throughout the season to your community, then they will give you a kickback, you know, on planting these plants. And so it's kind of the same thing with, um, we just did Spokane Scapes. So if you feel as though you have too much irrigation going on on your property mm-hmm. like you just have a big old yard of grass right and you want to get a little creative with it and maybe install some drought tolerant plants or take out all that grass so you don't have to use all that mm-hmm. water to irrigate the grass um there's resources for that and so we'll you know hook you up with the city um other great programs is like through our education coordinator, she does a rain barrel workshop four times, you know, throughout the springtime. So if you want to invest in getting a rain barrel and catching rainwater and preserving that water that way, you can do that. Oh, she also has a really great backyard conservation program that talks about composting and native planting and Spokanescape and everything like that. And then also our forestry department is always just great as if you have a problem with an issue on your tree or you want to talk about firewise principles about making sure that your property is going to be okay when, you know, the wildfire season comes up, they'll go out and they'll do a free assessment for you as long as you're a Spokane County resident and make sure that you have those barriers in place to protect your home and your land when it comes to that season. So that's It's just, there's so much. I feel like, have you guys seen, have you guys seen a lot of help in the fire, in the fire, like people taking advantage of that? I feel like, gosh, in the more rural parts of Spokane, I feel like fire season has really become a thing. You know, it's really interesting because, I mean, my fiance and I, we have a home up on this, on South Hill and we're 
pretty close quarters. And when it comes to like him wanting to go and buy mulch and just want to kind of keep up with the Joneses, you know, look of everything, I'm like, well, that's not really firewise. Like those, those wood chips are going to, or they're not wood chips, they're mulch those will go up in flames. You know, God forbid a wildfire comes over Mm -hmm. that Palouse Hill and Mm -hmm. something comes and happens. You know, do we have the right distance between our trees and our rooftop? And do we have the right barriers around our house? You know, is that rock? Is it mulch? Is it wood chips? Those kinds of things. So we're just a good you know, outlet, if you have any of those types of questions, just to call in and just be like, hey, I kind of have this concern and we'll always pick up the phone and we'll always answer those questions for you. It seems kind of like you're the library for like (laughs) of this, like the network of resources. Absolutely. I mean, all things outside. I work with my office has just a plethora of information and knowledge when it comes to any natural resource, forestry, soil health, you know, water resources, anything like that, irrigation. And like I said, we're just willing to connect you with the right people. If we don't know the answer, we can definitely point you in the right, the right direction and to get those all, answers. And covered. it's all for free. Like just getting all for free. Just calling in. When you yeah, mentioned the library, absolutely. when you mentioned the library thing, it made me think about the the new program you guys have started, the Explorer Packs. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, our education coordinator, Stacy, when we were all in COVID and everybody was hunkered down in their house, um, our education coordinator did a really great job of reaching out because as the conservation district, we can apply for grants. Mm. We can apply for state grants that allow us to get money to do cost share programs with landowners that will help them improve their property. We pay a part of it. They pay a part of it, you know, kind of that partnership. And so Stacy, our education coordinator, actually went out and found this grant, and it was called No Children Left Inside. Mm. And um, during this period, she was able to make some really great partnerships with, I know I'm not going to name them all, but REI, Um, Spokane County Parks and Rec, um, the city of Spokane. And basically what it allowed her to do was to obtain this grant money to make these backpacks. They're all inclusive. There's one for every theme. So if your kiddos want to go out and they want to learn about rocks and soil, there's a backpack to check out for that. And it has magnifying glasses. It has study guides. It has all of the materials they would need to complete basically an entire um, project on studying rocks and soil. There's also one for pollinators. There's one for water. There's one for um, snow, which isn't really not going to work out right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there's all these different ones. And so she made these packs available. They're free to rent. That's so cool. Any Spokane County resident can sign up through our website, spokanecd.org. They go to the website. They pick out the date that they want to rent these packs out, and then they can rent them out for up to two weeks for free. And it just allows them to get the kiddos out into nature. Also for the adults, I'm actually going to check one out myself as an adult. I was going to say. It's like, why not go back to nature, you know, sometimes (laughs) and have a little fun? Um 
But yeah, they're all available right now. So cool. it's a really great program that That's she cool. just got a, got started at. to do. Yeah, our education coordinator, Stacy is just like amazing. She always thinks of great things to get people out into nature, get to know Spokane County a little bit more. I love so, that. I love that. Yeah. Um, the best part of everything that we're talking about, too, is, and I'll just toot my own horn. I don't know if that's the right saying. I'm tuning anybody. I'm tuning rocks a root horn. Just Jesus Christ. Do you want to talk about rocks to roots? I just want to say, like, you can go, like, we talk about all this. Everything Hillary just talked about was is an episode that we go, you go, we go in. There's a lot we talk about on this podcast. Oh, and it, it's just like, it's, oh. that's a great source to like learn about all this stuff. Yeah. We, it's amazing the stuff that the conservation district does for Spokane and its residents. Like, and we haven't really formally talked about rocks to roots. So we like brought it up earlier, but, and I know we've, <laughs> we've been like having these conversations around it, yeah. but it is actually, you guys have been doing this podcast together for how long? Um, since two, 2020, like, Wee wah woo wah. Why 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 was Rock's Roots born? Like why did you create this podcast? Because that's an interesting story. It is because it all started because uh, of COVID. Oh my gosh! And you know what? I was just listening to our first episode with Vicky today, <laughs> and it made me a little emotional because you know, Aww. you know how you get in front of projects and you just you go for them and you just bulldoze through your emotions and you're like, I just got to do it. I just got to get through it. And you really don't kind of reflect back on why. You started the project. Yeah. And so it was a really good reflection point for me today. So thank you for this question. It kind of goes back to I really, one of the biggest questions I get asked all the time from my friends is, what is a conservation district? What do you guys do? You know, it's kind of like those, we're not a government entity, but we're put in that category. And everybody kind of just glazes over when Mm. like the... You know, the information gets relayed to them. And so um, Rocks to Roots was brought on because every single year, the Spokane Conservation District did a two-day conference at the Spokane... Convention Center. No. The community college. The community Community college. I was like, what is it? I was like, it's got to be one of these. I was like, oh my gosh. At the Spokane Community College, it was a two-day event. It was called the Farm and Food Expo. And it was all about backyard gardening and homesteading and everything from backyard chickens to soil health to water resources to things like that. And when COVID hit, that was my really main big project. And I was like, well, there's no way we're going to be able to do an in-person event. And so when I kind of broke it down, we offered over 40 different breakout sessions on the community Mm. college campus in the span of two days. And it covered all of those topics. And I was just like, I can't do you know, an in-person conference, what if we put all of those one-hour segments into a podcast? And Andrea, I know I reached out to you because, girlfriend, we go back to... We go back to radio. (laughs) Clear channel. Yeah, forever ago. Clear channel. Now it's called Radio Spokane. Yeah, whatever name they are. And another great thing about Spokane is you keep great connections with people that you work with here in Spokane, you know, if you're out of college or it's your first job or, you know, your family passed you on to do this job. 
<laughs> Aunt May said, go work for them. Yes, I <laughs> you know? love it. And so um, I just, I reached out to you and I said, hey, I have this idea. Like maybe the Spokane Conservation District just needs a podcast. We can segment this stuff, make it a little bit more digestible for people um, to understand who we are, what we do, what we strive to do. And from there, you know, kind of. It was, you know, I was telling, we were talking about this earlier. We were telling Nate how we all knew you. And um, I was laughing because we were, Brennan and I were at Rosar's. Yeah, we were. We were together. (laughs) Yeah. And and you called. And I remember being like, well, Brennan's actually in the car with me. Like, do you just want to talk? And we were totally talking about the podcasting, like this or that. And I was like, well, you guys should just get, get together. But it is such... I mean, I love events, obviously. Mm-hmm. We we, we oh, yeah. go back on that front. But with this, like, this is something that people have access to year round, mm. you know? Yeah. And so, like, even if it is, it's kind of like um, you can't hit every single talk over two days. Right. But this is so, a resource that anyone can access on certain topics, whether you move or, like, this, you know what I mean? Like, they're all there. And um it is such a big community and what a great way to have those conversations. Yeah. Well, and you know, there are so many great stewards of Spokane, just like we touched on, like Spokane is just such a diverse, you know, landscape on all different aspects. I mean, we have water, we have soil, we have all four seasons, everything like that. And so you're in and out, there are so many great stewards of the land. I mean, people are really starting their own backyard gardens. They're doing community work. I mean, there's such a great feeling of community here in Spokane. And I think that's why I love it so much. Just from sitting in these conversations with Rock's Roots, like I've just learned about how many different type of farmers there are in Spokane. Like there's, there's, you can get flowers from a lo- someone know, locally, right. like from yes. Dragon Dragon yeah, um, off the Palouse, yeah. Dragon Farms. Like, yeah, you can literally like, go get like fresh flowers. Still, and like they, yeah. can't you yeah. get them like a, a flower subscription? Yes, you can. Yeah, really. From, yeah, they're and they're stunning, stunning flowers. Thank you. When I realized there were canola farmers here, <laughs> yeah. I realized canola was like a big commodity here. Yeah. Oh, it's huge. I didn't realize that. Huge. No. Um, um, but there are just such great stewards of our land here, whether they're small farmers to flower farmers to, I mean, really the whole idea was to take Farm and Food Expo. Expo is like kind of the main thing was to take a farmer's market and put it on blast and put it all into like digestible chunks for people. And the other thing, this is where I was going, (laughs) 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 was a lot of our our audience members don't want to be stuck behind a computer screen doing zoom meetings or watching TV or anything like that. They want something that they can put their headphones in, in their tractor or on their farm on the farm or be planting or, and listening to other, you know, great gardeners or great farmers or people who are talking about, Oh, I, I put this input into my soil and it changed the game. And I decided to do, you know, I had a monoculture structure and I changed that up and put so much more diversity into my soil and it's just thrived. Like that was our audience. And that's why this platform has just worked so much better. Mm. So cool. And yeah. Spokane is huge. Like, I mean, ag around here is massive. I think we're like. We're surrounded, but we're literally surrounded by it. We are. Yeah. Like, we're, I mean, Spokane is like any direction you go, there's this 
agriculture and like when i mean i feel like covid and like just really brought the delight because like there was a time where where are we gonna get our fucking food if we Mm -hmm. if we can't get it from mexico or if we can't get it from all these places and like but like we have so much local food that you can just go to a a farmer's market and you can get whatever you want we supply food elsewhere like right like we have so much Mm -hmm. um here we're very fortunate in that sense that we are actually growing it locally and shipping it out um throughout the united states but Mm -hmm. we're surrounded surrounded by it well and just the sense of community because there are so many people that have literally turned their land into growing spaces for their community like they know that they live in a food desert they know that there are families that can't get to a grocery store within four minutes or you know even 10 minutes and so they're they want to do community gardens and i think that's just like one of the most special things about spokane that i love you know you can't go to a grocery store without seeing somebody and you can't not, not say hi to them. I mean, that's just weird. Like if you, if you've seen them once, (laughs) you gotta say hi. You gotta, Oh my gosh, good to see you. How's the kids doing? You know? And that, and I love that about Spokane. I would, I can't imagine myself in like a big city and going to a grocery store and being like, oh, hey, can you tell me about this? And they'd be like, no. <laughs> and, like, <walk> away. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, God, okay. <laughs> We're uh, friendly. Spokane, I feel like yes, the one thing that people, sorry, I lean back, lean back in my chair, um, that people say about Spokane is that it's just so friendly. Everyone is so nice here. It's so easy to mm-hmm. make friends here. I'm like, that's true. It is very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really so is. there is, if people really want to dive deep, like we have piqued their interest and they are excited to learn more about Spokane Conservation District. There is an episode on Rocks to Roots. Gosh, way back when. Very Gosh, first, it was like the first two, episode. Yeah, very first episode. We interviewed Vicki Carter, who is just an amazing human being. She's so she great. just celebrated her 30th year. This will be her 35th first year here coming up um in a few short weeks at the conservation district um she talks about the history of conservation districts how they came about um you know talks about a little bit of history about the dust bowl um which is really what brought about conservation districts but um she explains it all beautifully in the very first episode of rocks to root so i definitely recommend everybody go and take a Take a listen to that one. I love that. Yeah. And the tree sale happened, but this coming weekend or this weekend. Yes. So the tree sale did happen. It's our biggest event that we do every single year. And like I said, it's just to give property owners, landowners, Spokane County residents, you know, surrounding residents an opportunity to purchase native plants, to purchase reforestation plants, to just purchase plants in general um, for the well-being of our soil and for our community. Um, And so we did that and we have sold over 93,000 seedlings um, within a six-week period. But then you'll have, there's still opportunity. we're also going to have some additional seedlings available because we get additional seedlings from our distributors or if there's any 
order mistakes or any order cancellations or anything like that. We put all of that inventory back into the surplus sale. So that sale will be taking place on Friday, April 8th from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And also Saturday, April 9th from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at our new campus location, which is located at 4422 East 8th Avenue. It's not even a mile from our old location. So for those of you that are going to go to the old location, it's not too far away. Just head south on Havana. Take a left at the stop sign. We're back in the old rock quarry. Um, We'll get you taken care of. So at the end of it, we will sell over 110,000 seedlings for our community. So cool. That's really cool. And it's a great opportunity for someone to get out and actually see the space. ERIS's new campus. Really, like it's worth seeing. I yeah, I need to go back. We ran out of time, but like, yeah, it's great space. Mm Mm-hmm. No, great space. Beautiful. We love it. Yeah. Yeah. So we can find you guys on Facebook. Instagram, mm-hmm. website, Rocks to Roots podcast. Yep, Rocks to Roots podcast. You can also find the Spokane Conservation District at spokanecd.org. And we're also on Instagram and Facebook. But yeah, lots of good, fun, exciting stuff happening. Absolutely. Okay. I really want to talk about your dad's restaurant. Okay. <laughs> and this, we can be real quick about it. Because like, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. You, you grew up in West Valley, and, but you're, your dad and mom started a restaurant in like it was and it was like literally a mile from not, not even a mile from the comp, the old conservation district but like they had a restaurant yeah like, so uh, this oh. could totally be an entire episode and on its own i'm not even yeah. kidding you so my dad bought the stockyards in which is over in the Stocklands, um, over off of like Trent and Boone, which mm-hmm. now it's not there anymore. But my dad bought the Stockyards in 1970, and he just sold it this year. Oh, he sold it? Yeah, they just retired. Um, it was an old cowboy bar. I definitely wish that I would have been born in the 70s. Because it was just, like, the coolest rock and roll. I mean, they had live music. Cover charge was, like, $4. I mean, they had 350 people a night. I mean, I know that there was a stabbing. There was a shooting. There was all this kind of cowboy stuff that went on. But it was so fun. And it was definitely his legacy. And um, It was, like, the OG, like, Nashville North, if you want to, like, compare it to anything in our area now. Ooh, like, I don't even know if Nashville uh, North is a close comparison. No, but, I mean, this was a cowboy <laughs> bar. Can you say that again? <laughs> I mean, there is some underground gambling going on. There oh, wow. is. I mean, they can't get in trouble anymore, right? They sold it. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a hell of a good time. So it was the Stockyards Inn, and then they called it Hillary's at the Stockyards Inn. Um, right. I think it was 1992. So I was two years old, but so we had like a huge buffet. We had commercials. It was just like the whole glitz and glam of like a old school family owned business. Was it named after you? Was it you, you after? Obviously, it's named after you. Yeah, is no, it, it was named after me. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, so Hillary's was named after me. Yep, I was on the cover of the menu. Stop it. Oh, I had really? to do the commercial model. where I tried ostrich for the first time. It was terrible. I remember vomiting oh. like off of camera, like real quick. Um, yeah, no, my dad's name is Foxy. Like that's 
not his real name, oh. but that was what he got love dimed as. Like, I love that too. <laughs> yeah, my he always had um, different names for all of his um, waitresses. There was like Panama Red. There was uh, Susie Q. There was oh gosh, Hot Shot. There was. I mean, I yeah. So I grew up knowing all those ladies by those names. That's amazing. <laughs> Is this how your dad and your so mom fun. met, like, through the stockyards? Yeah. So my mom was a total hippie. My parents are 14 years apart. And my mom um, hitchhiked all the way from Florida over to California. From California, kind of, like, did her whole thing. I think she got a boyfriend in California. Then she went up to um, Alaska Came down to California, and then she got dumped by her boyfriend in Spokane. Oh. Um, so <laughs> he left her here, oh, and she got a cocktailing job at the Stockyards Inn oh, wow. with my auntie that I call Isla now. And, um, yeah, she started working there and then worked her way up. That's awesome. Yeah, but um, also another great story you could have on here was definitely my mom's whole story. That seventies, eighties runaway type of. So <laughs> your debt, your, so you, you sold and it's gone now. Like, uh, is it? Do you know if it's coming back or do they? Is it? Oh, are are the, no. they making it something totally different? No, I don't think it will come back. I mean, people ask me all the time. They're like, "Oh, you." your parents at the bar like why wouldn't you i'm just like come on have you ever had a bar industry or like <laughs> trying to run a bar it's pretty hard especially with um you know people applying for jobs now yeah yeah um which is pretty sad you know yeah. i definitely shout out to those people who are going for it and working hard and um, not taking advantage of the system right now mm -hmm. and just really putting their best foot forward and taking care of a lot of these small businesses around Spokane that need a lot of help, you know, like they're taking a hit right now. It's interesting how many restaurants are actually closed on Sundays too. Now, yeah, like really even is. for brunch, I was trying to find a place to go to brunch this morning. And, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was really surprised to see how many places are, but that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Um, well that uh, I've, I totally regret you went one of the first times when we were podcasting, you invited me to go and have a drink with you at, <gasps> there. You didn't and go I, to Annie I didn't Fanny's? Go. I didn't go to Annie Fanny's. No, I didn't go. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got called the Annie Fanny's after a while. I love and, it. And uh, I didn't go. And I, I really wish I would have been able to go there and had a Long Island. I imagine they made the best Long Islands. Oh, I guarantee my mom will still sell you a oh, Long perfect. Island on the corner of the street right now. <laughs> Let's do a, I'll do a Long Island stand with your mom. That'd be perfect. Oh, I will definitely be down for that. She will totally do it. I know it. Uh, I gotta say, just as a podcaster, and what I'm, we're sitting in my fucking studio right now, recording the podcast. <laughs> fucking studio. My fucking, fucking studio. studio. <laughs> yeah, man. Bro. <laughs> Bro. But I did this last week. I wouldn't be here without you two. But like, I'm now helping other people create podcasts, and I definitely wouldn't be here without without you. <laughs> Why? I'm sorry. Why is it? Why is so much giggles? 
This is so funny. I'm sorry. It's so intense. <laughs> I'm I'm angry about it. Cider makes me so angry. psyched about it. You just can't even contain yourself. <laughs> oh man. Oh god. I appreciate you taking a chance of reaching out to Andrea to ask her about her podcast, so you could, what? so we could meet and I can make your podcast, which we're still doing. Guys, I love this. You know so what? Much. If there was any, like, honestly, my biggest words of wisdom for anybody in the world oh, that's so funny is just to, you know what? Every relationship, every interaction you have with a human being is mm. an opportunity. And I feel like I've felt that way just because my parents have been small business owners mm. and they have had, you know, Lots of opportunities come through, and if you're going to go out and get it, make sure that you're just making sure that every single... Why am I having a TED Talk right now? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Continue. This is my TED Talk. <laughs> this, is, this is my TED Talk. Thank you for coming. <laughs> I'm so happy to run in. Just oh. bang on those opportunities that you can get a podcast going off. <laughs> Your old friend that worked for you at the fucking last job they worked at. Well, Hillary, this has been a long time coming. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Spokast. you guys. Thank um, you. We yeah. obviously are not done yet because we have to ask one last question before we get out of here. Oh, why Spokane? Ooh, that's a great question. You know, I did get away from Spokane. I went to Corvallis for four years and I found myself in Corvallis and I found the exact same type of environment that I was had in Spokane. Mm -hmm. Spokane's great. You know, if you grow up here, you know, people, those relationships are strong. They're important. They shape who you are. To be able to have the capacity to give back to a community at this scale, I think is what keeps me here. Mm. You know, to go to my friend's bar and have date night or to go to a county park and pick up my trash and know that, you know, I'm doing something good or um, just to do Bloomsday. You know, and be a part of something that's such a great community and it happens every single year. Mm. Those those are my top things to be a Spokenite. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I love it. I, I think it's the community here is just like it's growing so much, but I think it's becoming so much more tight knit. And I, I'm super excited to see what we're goes in the next couple of years. Cause I just feel like it's getting I think it's getting better. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little jaded because I feel like I get to have all these amazing conversations, but then, uh, but yeah. I love what, I love what the conservation district's doing. Thank you so much for being my first client's podcast that paid me money. And I definitely would not be where I'm at today with, in my fucking studio, <laughs> <laughs> in my studio without, without your guys' support. So, yeah. And you know what? Shout out to all of those younger entrepreneurs here in Spokane that are really taking over these older buildings and mm. making them something really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as food or drink or, you know, Shops, just chill out energy, coffee, yeah. like shout out to you. That's yeah. what makes Spokane special. It is. So awesome. All right, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.
This podcast has been brought to you by Spokecast Productions. Produced by Brennan Pointer, Andrea Williams, and Nate Martin. Original music composed by San Silvis. Thank you for listening.